Hello, my friends. It is good to be with you. You ever wake up knowing that you got to send a text you don't want to send? That was my morning. Woke up this morning. I can feel it in the back of my throat. I can feel it in my nose. I'm sure you can hear it, too. Uh, Not feeling very good today. We played Hurt here on the Plus, and we will open up Club Plus, and we will throw a party, but it's going to be a short one today. Uh, that text was to Raymond Ritter, who is the darn near as famous as any media guy has ever been in sports level famous for the Golden State Warriors saying, Raymond, you got to give my seat to someone else tonight. I'm I'm too sick to come to a basketball game. So that's where my day starts. Also, poor little Jack. Let me tell you, my little man, he peed his bed last night and he's not a bed wetter. So he woke up cloaked in shame. I had to go right into full dad mode this morning, not feeling very good, but you got a job to do, got to console the kid, got to put him in the tub, the sponge bath, it's all going to be okay, this doesn't mean you're a bedwetter kid, you can still go on and do great things in life, but it's a lousy way to start a Thursday, it really is, a wet bed by your son who feels way too much shame, like you're three kid, it's okay, you get a free pass there, things happen. You know, if this is happening when you're 13, we'll talk about it. But, uh, you know, three years old, uh, who hasn't peed their bed when they're three years old, right? So Jack had a rough one. I'm not having a good one. And I can't do what I like doing the most. And that's going to sporting events. Tonight, I can't be there. But let me tell you, if I am going to be at game one or, no, well, the Warriors, let's see. They win, they would be hosting game three if I want to be at game three of the Western Conference Finals the Warriors need to win game two tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers I don't think they get to this to the Western Conference Finals this year unless they go ahead and win tonight and I think you feel that way too I believe the team feels that way and I believe they respond I like the Warriors tonight I think they win tonight's game I think they win tonight's game, not, I don't know, comfortably is a word I don't think is maybe the best suited word for the moment, but I like the Warriors' chances tonight, and I I think that they probably like their chances tonight, too. Um, When their backs have been against the wall, they've responded so far this year. You know, forget about the regular season. That is in the rearview mirror now. This is the second season that the Warriors are in, and when needing to show up, and deliver a big game, whether it be game three at home against the Kings or game seven on the road against the Kings, they delivered. Tonight's one of those you got to deliver games for the Golden State Warriors. I know it, and they know it, and you know it too. Steph Curry needs to be the hero without the hero ball. Um, He needs to take 30 shots tonight. He needs to be this team's leader in you know every scoring, shooting, offensive category. And if he's having trouble getting loose off ball, keep the ball in his hands, run a lot of pick and roll. We know how this offense gets itself out of stuck-in-the-mud situations. And 95% of the time, it's first name Stefan, last name Curry. That solves all problems for the Golden State Warriors A couple of questions that are obviously going to go into the mix tonight. Can Kavon Looney keep up this this stretch of play that I think is not only redefining his career, but who he is in the entire NBA? I mean, LeBron, or excuse me, 
LeBron Looney, Kavon Looney, is creating a reputation for himself that is going to echo for a while if he keeps pulling down 20 rebound games in the postseason, and he needs to. The Warriors have put him in a situation where he is as responsible for pulling down rebounds as the Splash Brothers are for hitting threes. That's your job on this team. Hopefully, Kevon Looney keeps it up tonight. Which Jordan Poole are the Warriors going to get tonight? Do they get that greasy taco or who's ever working the jack-in-the-box that night totally nailed that cook time and it's still it's crispy, it's not greasy, you know, the good jack-in-the-box taco. Can Jordan Poole be the good, not the greasy, jack-in-the-box taco tonight? Um, while we're talking about Warriors food, let's get to Ragu. Dante DiVincenzo, he's got to score. He's got to create some scoring. Uh, you know, you can feel him picking his spots, trying to, like, wear beige and blend. and Dude, get aggressive, man. You're an athlete. You're fast as hell. You got springs on you, especially for a white boy. Get to that rack. Get to the line. Put pressure on the Lakers to defend you. Don't get the ball and look to just give it up to be in the flow of the offense. If you're out there, it probably means Steph might not be. Get aggressive. Dante DiVincenzo. I'm not even going to say his name. Jonathan Kaminga. I'm not even going to say his name. Jonathan Kaminga. It could be time to unmask the young man from the Congo. We go upward. Jonathan Kaminga. All right, I will say his name. Throw him out there for five minutes, see what happens. If it's bad, get him off the court. If it's good, leave him on the court. Seems pretty simple to me. Uh, the guy played too well in the regular season to just be a straight-up, can't count on you, don't depend on you, I think at this point in time in his career. Gary Payton II needs to do something. He needs to log something other than minutes and maybe a couple rebounds. He needs to have a good game tonight, but we all know that the Warriors are Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the Warriors. One is the other. And Steph needs another big game tonight. His team needs him to lead the way once again tonight. Andrew Wiggins, I mean, his night against LeBron could look and feel a whole lot different tonight because winning teams make adjustments too. You know, that winning teams make adjustments too. I would not be surprised to see LeBron a little bit more on the ball tonight. He was very much off the ball in game one. Watch him be a bit more on the ball tonight, especially if the Warriors get off to a start where the Lakers feel like they're down. Now we got to counter with our best. We all know what Anthony Davis did. Um, even though Kevon Looney had a great game, Anthony Davis played right through him. He played right through Kevon Looney's great game. So I don't expect Anthony Davis to have anything other than great games. Let's see what he does tonight. Maybe he'll disappoint, which would be good news for the Golden State Warriors. The game two adjustments, again, get that ball in Curry's hands. Let him make the decisions. Let him take more shots. Not four shots, but good shots. Draymond, if you're at the rim, you got to follow. If Jermichael Green goes in there and he plays well, maybe even play him a little bit more. Don't play him. See that he played well and then decide, yeah, we're not going to see him at all in the second half. 
That was kind of weird. And we know what the circumstances are. The Warriors lose tonight. The series isn't over. But if the Warriors lose tonight, this series is over. It feels like that because there's one gym they don't shoot very well in, and it's the Lakers gym. Uh, we have game four. Excuse me. It's it's. I said game four. It's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. You're allowed to say that once on May 4th. If you try to go like all day long getting away with it, you're pushing it. Uh, by the way, it is Mark Kotze Mandalorian bobblehead day over at the Coliseum. Maybe that'll pull a crowd in because we certainly know that John Fisher's done everything possible. I wouldn't be surprised if John Fisher tried to get the Mandalorian bobblehead promotion canceled. Like, that is how damaging it could be to his argument, there are no A's fans anymore. Uh, there was a video that I shared on Twitter. It stoked an awful lot of emotions uh, about an empty stadium. Damon, you've never been good. You don't know. No, look, everything I've ever told you is coming true in front of your eyes. It's never been about the team or the fans. It's ownership and business where the A's are cancer. Ownership and business are where the A's are cancer. And that is why being in business with the A's, which my former station used to be, was cancer. Uh, talking about them, being a, 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 a media entity attached to the A's is awkward as hell because you can feel your audience actually going somewhere else as you're talking about them. It's just the way it is. And John Fisher's worked hard to manifest this all into his shitty reality that we're all now living in. I hate that guy. We'll get more back into baseball. I don't even know. I'm Like I said, I'm a little loopy today, so I might just go on tangents here. Um, game two tonight is going in the books. Game three for the Golden State Warriors will be at the Lakers. That is Saturday this Saturday at 5.30, this Saturday is also the Kentucky Derby. The first Saturday in May is when the Kentucky Derby is run. So we got the Derby and a big game three against the Lakers. Monday night in L.A. will be game four, game five if necessary, and it will be. The Warriors are not about to get swept here. I don't believe that, um, even if they go down 0-2. I bet you they win one in L.A., but let's not even go there. Let's not even think about it. Uh, game five back at Chase Center would be Wednesday, May 10th. Write it down. Tip time to be determined, as they like to say in the newsroom. Tip time to be determined. Okay, hold on. I got to get a sip here. All right. Um, it's officially time. Since he's not here today, I guess today we will indeed, and I'm learning that I got a point with my right hand, to the logo that says Ike's Love and Sandwiches. He has spread love on this channel by becoming uh, one of my first sponsors here, and we thank him deeply for that. I want you to eat well today, so go get yourself a sandwich at Ike's. No matter what your taste is, uh, you can go ahead and be vegan. He's got you. I mean, it's not just big, gargantuan, meaty sandwiches. If you need it to be uh, salt, lettuce, uh, an onion, uh, I don't even, what do vegans eat? I don't even get it. I've never seen a healthy-looking vegan. But if you are a vegan and you want a delicious vegan sandwich, if those are possible, I'm sure Ike makes those too. 
A lot of good vegetarian options. I do know that. My wife has made those selections in the past. She now likes the backstabber. That's Jillian's uh, go-to Ike sandwich du jour these moments. Uh, The backstabber, it's like a chicken Caesar salad in a sandwich. It's freaking delicious. It really is. Um, I know we're going to get a nice little uh, Ike sandwich order to the house sometime next week, I have been told. And uh, I have ordered a Damon Bruce, a Jamie Sirewich, one of my favorites. I like the Adam Richmond. I like the Logan Webb. I like the Matt Cain. I like everything I've ever eaten from Ike's. I bet you I'd even like a vegan sandwich if you snuck one in there. But you wouldn't be able to sneak the fact that I'm eating a vegan sandwich past me. I'd take a bite. I'd be like, it's vegan. Uh, Let's let you know that my audience not only is incredible at supporting me, but supporting our sponsors as well. The Postman in Capitola wants you to know that he just came from BevMo with a bottle of blackened whiskey, which is pretty aggressive for the time he sent the tweet this morning. And he is heading to Ike Santa Cruz for a sandwich today. Fantastic, Postman. Thank you very much. My man Ike is fantastic. Go get yourself a sandwich. And that blackened whiskey, oh, let me tell you, kids, it's the real deal. It is an American whiskey made by an American rock band that is literally one of the best rock bands of all time, Metallica. What I love about it, though, is they're not trying to use the band's name to sell the whiskey. It is good whiskey if i told you this was whiskey just right from you know they they rang it right out of some river that ran through kentucky you'd believe me it is so good it's fantastic i can't wait to ditch the cold just so i can have another little blackened just one rock in it just just boop one rock not even necessarily to uh cool down the drink because i like a neat whiskey but I think a little water helps bring out some flavor in a whiskey so that melting ice cube turns into the little drop of water. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. We'll get to the Hacksaw Jim Duggan 2x4 blackened logo when we get to Club Plus. One more NBA note to let you know about. Uh, heard today, uh, watching Colin Cowherd, went online, read a couple articles. Ty Lu is growing tired of the Clippers. Ty Lu is basically saying that he's sick and tired of catching all the heat for what the Clippers are or aren't when really it's all about the fact that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George III need like uh, every other day off. You know? Can you go tonight? No, coach. When's the last time you think Ty Lu was like, can you go tonight? And he got a, yeah, coach, ready to go. Ready to hop in there right now from either of those guys. Now, Ty Lue's two things. He's smart. He knows that Steve Ballmer doesn't want him to go. He's opening up a new building, and I think he wants to keep it together. If this is a play for more money, good on him. I think he also knows that there could be decisions happening in other NBA cities in the next couple of weeks. There's a rumor that you know Mike Budenholzer could be in trouble now in Milwaukee. I also think I saw that his brother died. So maybe that's the get-out-of-jail-free card, and sympathies to the Budenholzer family, obviously. Um you know, when a family tragedy happens like that, focusing on your job can get h- tough to do. That might be one of the uh, – look at it this way. If I were in Milwaukee, I would not be firing Mike Budenholzer, but there's a little rumbling there. Um, maybe he wants cash, more cash. Who doesn't? Maybe he wants out. 
historically with the Clippers? Who doesn't? I don't know, but uh, it's it's weird to hear that grumbling because I thought that he was pretty content where he was. Um, another note from the NBA, and this was actually a note from Kareth Burke, and it's one of those when you read it, having known how that game went down, you kind of can't believe it. In NBA playoff history, only one time, only one time, has there ever been a team with three guys to hit at least six three-pointers in the same playoff game? Those three guys were Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Jordan Poole in game one. What if I had told you before the game that will, you know, for the first time in NBA history, three Golden State Warriors are going to hit six threes each tonight against the Lakers. Did they win or did they lose? Everyone would have said, yeah, it's a game the Warriors won. Well, with the clarity of hindsight, we know what happened in that game. So, did not happen in that game. Uh, I am crestfallen that I cannot be there tonight, but I am still going to be hopping on that AMP app uh, when it is done for a post-game show. So, download the AMP app. Join me a little bit later on tonight. It'll be a short one, but a good one. Uh, hopefully, it's a good one for the Warriors. I'm going to tell you right now, my set list is freaking hot fire i'm putting it together tonight uh some diamond notes real quick we're this is when i was going to tell you about the mark kotze bobblehead thing but again i'm in a little bit of a dayquil cloud right now um giants won their series in houston by taking the last two games so huzzah they come home on a bit of a good note uh corbin burns and sean Manaya tomorrow night at 24 willie mays plaza that means the milwaukee brewers are in town to start a six-game homestand uh, afternoon baseball in Oakland. That's what we got going on. Like I said, it is Mark Kotze, Mandalorian bobblehead, and it looks awesome. It's the Mandalorian, and then you take the, the, the helmet off, which if you're a real Mandalore, you know you're not supposed to do. But um, you take the helmet off, and then boom, it's Mark Kotze as the Mandalorian. Sorry, a little bit of a ruddy nose there. Um, I'll just take care of it with my skin, you know, no, you, you would have think I would have brought a Kleenex over here. That would have taken some foresight. Um, how often in the Mandalorian, do you think it's really Pedro Pascal in that? Did, did he sell that series? Anything other than maybe two or three shots that have actually captured his actual face? Is he really doing anything other than voiceover work in that series? I guess I could read and find out. What a waste of money, though, for Disney. I would just have some, you know, some guy who is exactly the same height and same weight play the Mandalorian. If I were Pedro Pascal, that's what I would do. Be like, yeah, I'm the Mandalorian today. Meanwhile, you're in the trailer, you know, just playing video games. I'm guessing that Hollywood life is pretty nice. Um, anyway, afternoon baseball in Oakland couple of notes that aren't making fun of anyone other than me wanting to remind you on a near daily basis. Fuck John Fisher. He's the worst. The A's have yet to see a starting pitcher record a win this season. Let me say that one more time. We are 31 games in, and the A's have yet to see a starting pitcher record a win this season. J.P. Sears... Went six shutout innings last night. 
Six shutout innings last night. The day before, Mason Miller is out there throwing, you know, seven innings of no-hit ball. That's still not good enough to get it done. It doesn't matter. The A's lose again. The bullpen has been charged with a blown save in four straight games. They're three for 12 in save opportunities. And the A's saw this from A's PR last night. It's got to be about as tough a job as there is. I think the A's just also recently lost their social media intern. I'm guessing that's about as hard of a job there is in social media sports right now. The A's are 0-3 this year when leading after seven innings. I mean, that stat is impressive either way. To be defeated, to be winless when you're leading after seven innings is kind of remarkable. And to be 31 games into a year where you've only had three leads in the seventh inning or later, and you played 31 games, and you've only had three seventh inning leads or later in the entire year, that's another amazing way to kind of look at that stat absolutely brutal it really is uh warriors will have the entire stage to themselves tonight we know that uh there is no other game in town the giants aren't in town the a's are playing this afternoon so what other nba playoff game is there tonight there isn't one So all eyes on Warriors and Lakers. It's going to be a monster crowd tuning into this one, and the game is on ESPN as you're watching it at home. Two more baseball stories, one that is probably the least talked about biggest baseball story of the year. The always, at the very worst, competent. I mean, usually as bad as a year gets, still smells like competent to the St. Louis Cardinals. And I'm not saying that they've become incompetent, but what they have become is a bad baseball team. Look it up, kids. The St. Louis Cardinals began today with the worst record in the National League. They are 10-21. and 21. I was looking at the standings this morning before I took a shower as I was putting together, you know, this, whatever the hell this is here on the blues, um, I was looking at it and literally I'm seeing they're 10 and 21. And I immediately went to the closet after the shower and put on a Cubs t-shirt. That's, that's how I feel about that. So Mike Shannon just passed away their longtime announcer. He'd been off the mic for a couple seasons now, but he passed away, I believe Friday last week. So a lot of dauber down in Cardinal Nation right now. My uh, One of my best friends, Tom Ackerman, is one of the voices of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's certainly one of the voices of St. Louis on KMOX. We'll have to maybe get him in here to talk about what is happening there because that is just, you usually don't associate the words worst record National League St. Louis Cardinals together. I'd be very comfortable saying that, but it's said so rarely, it's a little uncomfortable even coming out of my mouth. One last story to get to before we open the doors to Club Blues. And it's from College Baseball, and it's a gambling story, and it's developing, but where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, Alabama fired baseball coach Brad Bohannon And not even three days ago, 
betting action on the Crimson Tide raised red flags around the gambling world. Ohio, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania all decided to stop taking action on Crimson Tide baseball games due to an abnormal amount of action coming in. AL.com, which is not Al.com, that's Alabama.com. AL.com reports U.S. Integrity, which is a Vegas-based independent monitor, detected suspicious bets on last Friday's Alabama LSU game in Baton Rouge. U.S. Integrity monitors, monitors gambling data to detect abnormalities and misuse of insider information. So, you know, it's college baseball, which means the story won't get a lot of press. It won't get a lot of legs. And remember, every single one of these networks is now in bed with some sort of gambling company or platform. So the fix is in is hardly a story that any of these networks are going to go want to go running to, which is why now I think, you know, independent sports journalism, which independence certainly fell on me, uh, might prove a little bit more valuable in the future than it looked in the past. People might start seeking out, again, people telling truth rather than, well, I know that person because um, they're on a familiar platform. So, you know, there's another win for Plus Nation and YouTubers and people who are doing it on their own now because eventually the truth will be bought and paid for on every single network in many ways it already has. So a little independence goes an awful, awful long ways these days. Hopefully the Warriors go a long way to winning tonight. They need it. They need it desperately. I'll be on the AMP app, download it, follow Damon Bruce, and we're going to be hanging out for a bit tonight, playing some tunes, talking some hoops, and uh, the set list will be hot fire. I can promise you that. Thank you one more time to Ike's and Blackened Whiskey. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. Now we're going to go see what you're chatting about over in Club Plus, but for everyone who was here just for the sports stuff today, I deeply appreciate it. Thank you for being here and for joining me. And please do remember that sports don't build character, they reveal it. And like that, he's gone.